It's your boy J-Mo in the building, and we back. From the nosebleed, and we are ready to rock and roll, man. I got my man Corey with me in the building. And the Billy was good, good. Yes, sir. Hey, man. We got a lot to unpack. A lot to unpack this um, today right now with a lot going on. With all the playoffs happening in the NBA and um, NFL, you got the NFL draft going on, and you also have the XFL playoffs. I think they're in the championship game yeah. right now. And yeah, uh, shout out, shout out to coach. Yeah, shout out to coach, man. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all doing the y'all doing good things out there, man. I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing with the NFL, uh, yeah. XFL, yeah. and um, it's really been a, a joy to kind of take a take a little break um, in our time to kind of fill that gap of the NFL that we need to see. You know what I'm saying? Um, But as we did have a really good weekend this past weekend, man, um, we enjoyed ourselves in uh, Vegas. Yes, sir. Had to take the show on the road. It was a good – yeah, we had to take the show on the road, man. We couldn't do a live show. Um, we was having too much fun, so and we want to have no records going anywhere. So, um, you know, it was it was a good time though. I played a lot of golf and uh, had a good time out there. Um, but yeah, getting right into it, man. The NFL draft, NFL draft happened last weekend, and it was a lot of good players coming off the board, and some teams made some really deep, deep moves to kind of change your organization in the right way. Um, which team do you think kind of took that big splash in the right direction? Yeah, there were there were a lot of teams that made some big splashes for sure. But uh, the number one choice for me has got to be the team that made two trades in the first round. I mean, it's something we have not seen in a very long time. Uh, and I'm talking about the Houston Texans, uh, H-Town. They, they really went all in. Um, and it, it's weird, you know, we see teams go all in, you know, every summer during free agency or they make the big splash trades. But this is the first time I've seen a team go all in, you know, on these rookies. Uh, so right. this definitely is going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. But I was listening to uh, a podcast on ESPN the other day, and they're basically saying that if you look at it, the Texans, they've got the four key pieces that every championship team needs. And that's a left tackle, a cornerback, a quarterback, and a defensive end. And so they got all four of those. They got the number one left tackle in the league and Laramie Tunsil, you know, all pro every year for about 10 years straight now. Uh, right. last, last year, first round pick, Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback. Um, you know, he's only going to continue to grow as he gets into his second year. And then this year, in the first round, CJ Stroud, so your quarterback set for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then Will Anderson Jr., uh, rusher from Alabama. So, I mean, when you look at it, uh, the key pieces are there. So now it's just a matter of how will they grow together? Um, and then what other pieces will they surround them with? But, I mean, the bones and the making of a good team is potentially there. So, I, I got to go H-Town for me. Nah, I totally agree. Um, they are they are on the come up of having the sure. team that they need to kind of – I wouldn't say make the playoffs just yet, but I do say to win more games and keep that city uh, lively – to make sure that you know they you know they keep every game interesting, sure. um, and they have a lot of 
they picked up some good receivers on the offensive side with Tank Dell and Xavier Hutchison. Yep. And um, you know, and those are explosive receivers. Um, and I'm I'm excited. CJ Stroud definitely is in my eyes. I wouldn't say he's underrated, right? But I feel like he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves on his IQ and like his like his actual knowledge of the game and knowing where to place sure. the ball. And I, um like he's I a thought, good talent. Absolutely. I going into the draft before, you know, early, early uh after the NFL regular season, I thought Caesar Stroud was gonna be the unanimous number one pick. I really did. I, yeah. I was very surprised that the tables turned, you know, a couple months ago. I thought he was going to be the unanimous. For sure. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, granted, there's no disrespect to Bryce Young. Bryce, right. you know what I'm saying? We love you. Uh, but we want to make sure that, you know, we just give credit where credit's due because Bryce Young is well-deserving of the number one, number one overall pick. Sure. Um, he's a, just as talented. He has the stats to back it up. He may not have the size. Mm-hmm. However, he has the arm and he has the agility to kind of take that Panthers team to the next level. For sure. Um, the team that I like the most, man, and it may be cliche. It may not be cliche. Even if it is, I don't care. <laughs> I don't like the Baltimore Ravens, man. Um, I really like the Baltimore Ravens, and we're going to get into – you know, Lamar Jackson as well. But adding Zay Flowers was such a good pick. Um, And on top of that, getting OBJ, getting Rashad Bateman back from injury, um, and just having a receiving core that is just going to be lethal, just fast weapons um, down there. And they also got some edge rushers. Um, they got Tavares Robinson from Mississippi. Um, they got this guy Kelly from Stanford on a cornerback. Mm-hmm. And they, they made some adjustments to kind of improve their line, which I mm-hmm. also like as well. So it kind of will open up the space for Lamar to mm-hmm. kind of run run more and be able to give him some time to throw the ball. Because that's the main reason why he ran as much as he could. Because, I mean, he, he couldn't have time to – you know, throw the ball. And now that he has receivers, this is definitely going to be the true test. And we're going to get into this, though. We're going to get into this. But I definitely like I definitely like the Baltimore Ravens. Um, another pick that I also like was the Atlanta Falcons. Like, I like them picking up Balaj Robinson. Um, okay, there we go. He is a dynamic running back that I liked a lot um, in his college days. Uh, and I hope they manage that properly, right? Yes. I hope they don't screw it over because they now have some talent there now, right? Yep. You, you have London, you got Pitts, you got some young guys to kind of, you know, build on a franchise. I forgot their quarterback. They just picked uh, up a quarterback. Yeah, from uh, last year. Uh, dude from uh, Texas A&M. I can't, th- can't think of his name uh, right now, but yeah. Gosh, yeah, I forgot his name too. But, however, I feel like they have some pieces. Oh, Desmond Ryder. Desmond Ryder. Yes, yeah, Desmond Ritter for sure. Yeah, yeah yep. Ritter, Ritter. Yep. Um, they have him as well. So, they have a young team, but I still think they're going to make some noise and have a better record than they did last time. 
Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. However, however, we got some unfinished business to talk about. Uh, so Jalen Hurts, everyone knows that Jalen Hurts got the big contract. Um, five years, five years, $250 million. 250 hundos. Can I hold some? Yeah, exactly. I was on a dollar if you, <laughs> if you can spare it. Uh, you know what I'm you can't lie to me. I already know what you got. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and Lamar Jackson just came around and got his contract that was well, well deserved at 260 million for five years, 185. Million guaranteed already. Something slight. Something slight slight for sure. So, with that being said, what are the expectations for him moving forward now? Uh, Are we talking Lamar or are we talking uh, Lamar? Lamar. Uh, uh, Yeah, both. Pretty much. I mean, they're both of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league right now. And their, their expectations went from Five to twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I mean, for me, just strictly in terms of expectations, I really don't think it's any different, to be honest. Um, the expectations for Lamar, just based on his success and his MVP, are or have been, you know, to win a Super Bowl. That's just the next logical step. Um, right. But for me, the only thing that changes now, in my opinion, is that you got to stay healthy. Um, you you got the money, you got it guaranteed, which means yeah. you know the team is investing in you, whether you're healthy or not. So you need to prove that, hey, like, I can make sure that I can show that this was a good investment. You know what I mean? Because for the last, what, two, maybe even three years straight, he's mm-hmm. gotten hurt at the time of year that it matters most. And, you know, for your franchise quarterback getting paid a quarter million dollars, I need you to be available when, when it matters most. Not so, for real. Yeah, for me, you know, the next step is just to prove that he can make it through a season with his style of play, because that's not changing. We all know that. Of course. Um. And I really I have I think he's proven everything he needs to with his arm. You know, that was a debate early on is, you know, can he actually be a quarterback from that pocket? Um, I don't have an issue with that. You know, I think he did what he had to do because he only had one person to throw to for the last, what, five years? Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> and with much. Mark Andrews, you know, so now they got him a weapon with, uh, you know, with Odell and his health is a, is a question, too. Sure. Um, but I, either way, that that's not an issue to me. I think that he can get it done regardless of how he needs to get it done. It's just a matter of can you stay healthy. And then once you once you show that, win me a chip. That's it. And I honestly, the expectation for me are the same for Jalen Hurts too, especially you made it to the Super Bowl last year. So the next logical step is to actually win it. Right, so I expect right. nothing less from him either. Exactly. Um, yeah. expect, especially um, getting a running back and DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, for sure. now with, you with have the they made and the draft they had. <laughs> yeah. They all, they were Philly was almost my choice for you know the the last question we just had making the biggest yeah. splash. Philly Philly had a magnificent draft. They did not they did not hold back at all, at and they all. had a great season. And at they all. still yeah. want to make a push uh, to go right back. And I really like what they did as far as the moves they made the past yeah. few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's been brewing so. Good job, Philly. I'm still trying to recruit teams now, so um, I've been I've been getting a lot of calls from Philly recently on my yeah. um, on my fan on my fan application. They've been wanting to recruit me and 
give me a five-year deal. Yeah, um, they've, been, they've been putting their best foot forward. I mean, they're, they're literally showing you what they're about. You know what I'm saying? No, seriously, seriously. Yeah. I'm kind of trying to, like, renegotiate um, yeah. to a one-year deal because I'm just kind of like, oh, I got to fill it out. You want that Jordan Love? Yeah, pretty much, uh, okay. pretty okay. much. I just want, like, a, you know, a one-year deal. You want to prove it, it That's what they call that. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. I want to prove it, deal. And then gotcha. from there, I'll see if I can get an extension. Got you. Gotcha. And then I'll just go from there. Got you, got you. Yeah, bet on yourself. That's what you should do. Hey, hey, man. That's what Lamar I always, got the I always do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, hey, so now that Aaron Rodgers officially went to the Jets, is it is the AFC in trouble? You know what? I'm I have, and I don't know if I've expressed this on the show, but I have mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of hate in my heart for Aaron wow. Rodgers. Hate is a strong word, man. I have a lot of hate, Mark Aaron Rodgers. I mean, every bit of that. All four letters. I mean that. Wow. Okay, but please do tell. Why do you hate this man? Uh, for the same reasons I hate LeBron, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, I... all, the, <laughs> all, all the talent in the world. Okay. All the talent in the world. You get whatever you want around yep. you. Mm-hmm. You pick your, pick your coach, pick your receivers, pick your players around you. Pick your poison. Yet, <laughs> pick your poison if you want to. And yet and still, you don't get it done consistently enough. Mm. You don't. And I feel the exact same way about LeBron. Granted, you know, he, he's won a few chips now. Um, my hatred for him was back when he couldn't win a chip. Correct, um, correct. But correct. I still feel the same. I feel like he should easily have five or six based on, you know, what he's been able to do the past few years. And I feel the same way about Aaron Rodgers. He needs too much uh, help, but. I, I feel the exact same way about A-Rod. I mean, he has one. He should have at, at least two, realistically three, in my opinion. No, nah, Aaron so, Rodgers should have at least like four championships. <laughs> I mean, hey, he's got that many MVPs, so why not? Yeah, why correct. Not? Based off his why talent not? alone, right? He should have at least three or four. Exactly, exactly. So that that's where my hate comes from. But I mean, I, I can't deny what's right in front of me, and, and what's right in front of me is the fact that the Jets look amazing. <laughs> they do. <laughs> this they situation do. looks amazing on paper. It really does, and I, I can't deny that. So. For to answer your your question, long story short, yes, they will be a problem. That's a fact. So, are the expectations higher than the last two quarterbacks that we just talked about? Are the expectations higher for Aaron Rodgers yeah. based off his age yeah. and everything? Without a doubt, yes, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, on top of all that, just who he is, the type of person he is, the the way he moves, the interviews he does, the the Pat McAfee show, this is pressure he puts on himself. Like he makes himself <laughs> a villain within all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, you got a lot of pressure. You you put that on yourself because of how you are. So yes, absolutely. He does put a lot of un- unwanted attention on himself and it, it's it comes so randomly too. Yeah. Because you wouldn't think that Aaron Rodgers is that type of guy and then he like he does some shady stuff as it's like and not really shady, but it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, you're a little bit too full of yourself. Yeah, and then um, you get mad when people, you know, question you or look at you crazy. But like, no, you, you created a lot of this. Yeah, I, I, 
I totally agree. And Rogers, um, you better at least make it to the Super Bowl. I think we talked about this off, off, uh, offline, and mm -hmm. the expectations from me to him, he has to at least make the AFC Championship. Yeah, I'm with you. Like that is that is the expectation this year. Granted, yeah. I don't expect you to win a Super Bowl. You're not Tom Brady. No matter as much as you want to, like I'm sorry, like only Tom Brady can do that. Like first year Super Bowl, bam, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you're not him. You're not that guy. Um, so, so I, I expect you though to at least make the AFC Championship against the Bills and lose to them, and Bills win the Super Bowl. I'm just calling it right now. Uh, so that's that's the expectation. And um, if anything other than that is a failure. So um, that, that's just how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I think the year after that, he should win a Super Bowl. But the team that he has put together, well, not he's put together, but the well, team he that he did. just joined. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he added all his boys. Right, exactly. Alan Lazard is there. You, got, you still got Elijah Moore. You still got Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Randall um, Cobb just signed today. Yeah, right off top the side. So it's like, yeah. this is Packers 2.0. Right, literally. Um, <laughs> so, so, we'll, so we'll see, man. I yeah. expect a lot of good things. And, uh, yeah, Aaron, I know you're an avid listener. So, you know, uh, get it together, man. Get it yeah, together. Right. Stay out the public. Shoes to fill, yeah, sure. you really do. Um. So there's been a lot of gambling suspensions recently. Um, and the most famous one recently was Jamison Williams. Um, he got caught gambling. And uh, pretty much he got suspended for the first six games yep. um, of next year. And um, he had a couple other people that got suspended for a year. And I'm trying to figure out, which I still don't understand to this day, why was his term less than everyone else? But do you think that's fair or not to a person that we just, you know, are highly about in Calvin Ridley, and he gambled a few times and got suspended for a full year? Like, do you think there needs to be some regulation or should this be a standard, like, full year, that's what it is? Um, how do you feel about that situation? Yeah, so I actually, I got a little more detail. I talked to my sources recently who were okay. pretty, pretty close to the situation. And so basically, uh, the reason his suspension is different is because he uh, he was gambling on site. So apparently, whatever he was doing, I think he was gambling on a different sport, which apparently is okay. Um, mm. But he did it on team facility property. So that's why his was different. Other guys, I think they may have been betting on something that uh, I guess was not legal, which I'm not sure what's legal and what's not. I'm assuming right. anything football related is probably not legal, but anything else may be okay. Um, so that's the difference. That's the difference. So that's why his suspension was a little mm. bit shorter um, versus gotcha. someone like my, my boy Ridley, who was betting directly on his own team during the season. Uh, that's why his suspension was a year long. So um, just to clear that up. But long story short, though, I mean, I – I don't see the big deal. I really, yeah. the NFL, not just the NFL, but all sports leagues, they are making a ton of money. All yeah. of the sports better. A ton <laughs> of money. 
<laughs> promote it way too much. They do. They do. And this is honestly, this might be a reach. Mm-hmm. But if they keep going down this path, this is going to turn into almost like an NCAA situation mm. where you're making money off of your players' performance but not giving the players a piece of it. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're advertising. They're making money off these advertisements. And the advertisements, the these commercials, you know what I mean? They're – how do I say what I'm trying to say? These sponsors – they don't want Roger Goodell's endorsement. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. they're signing Goodell. up to endorse the NFL. Correct. Roger Goodell is not the NFL. The players on the field are the NFL. Correct. So they're they're paying to endorse you, yet when you go try to use their services, you're in trouble. So like, just help me understand. I I don't get that one bit. You know what I mean? Um, exactly. Let's it seems let's say, like let's say our, our show was sponsored by freaking I don't know uh Golf Now. Let's say our our show is sponsored by Golf Now. We advertise it. We tell it to the customers, hey, use this. Use our promo code. Do this and that. But yet, and still, we can't get a tea time. <laughs> like, explain yeah. that to me. I, to yeah, me, it's the yeah, same yeah. exact thing. So, it's, I uh, don't understand that one bit. Not one bit. <laughs> that was a perfect example. Um, yeah, it seems like the NFL is going backwards. Like, um, the, and the NCAA is just, they're just switching roles. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. like exactly. you know, like everybody in the college is not getting paid big bucks, big yep. money for whatever. And now, granted, not saying that NFL is they're not paying their players, but they can't take mm-hmm. advantage of any advertisement that is done on them, which is pretty yep. much the same thing, right? We're not going to talk yep. about a paycheck, but we're talking about like any extra incentives and money. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you can have an NFL player be sponsored by FanDuel or DraftKings and things like that. And it's just like, why not? You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? It's all the same money. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm a professional. Right. So why can't I do that? Get I get it, gambling, whatever the case may be. Um, but at least let us become spokesperson for our sport since yeah. everyone else is going to, you know, be banking off of it. And I should be able to bet on freaking basketball if I'm a football player, and yeah. and vice versa. And yeah, I don't even I think do I don't even think in the NBA it's illegal. I've not once heard someone get suspended for gambling in the NBA, yeah. and I you yeah. can't sit here and tell me that it does not happen. Yeah. No real talk. Like you want to sit here and tell me that no one in the NBA gambles. Right. I know the rest do. <laughs> that, that's statistically, statistically proven. Absolutely. So um, I, 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 let's not get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? So um, we just gotta like remove this gray area out of this out of this line because it's not making sense and it's not adding up. At the end of the day, a player should be able. They're, they're all grown men and women. Whatever they want to do with their money, they should be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, there should be some linear rules. Hey, you can only do it based off the sports you do not play that you're not a professional right. in. That's that's the only rule I feel like. So so you don't have any edge against anything to make right. to make it to make it, you know, and that's the only rule I think. You know yep. what I'm saying? Other than that, do what you want to do. You want to bet it. on hockey? Go for it. And yeah. it 
You know what I'm saying? So, I, Roger, bro, we constantly talk about this, like how bad you struggle um, and how you need to take notes from Adam Silver, but you need to chill, bro. Because at the, at the end of the day, it's not even that serious. Like, it's not, and it's not fair. I'm going to answer. It's yeah. not fair. I don't think it's fair um, at all. Um, But as we transition, man, we getting into the meat, the meat of this show, man. And it's the NBA playoffs, bro. Yes, We've had sir. such, such good basketball these past couple of weeks. Um with a lot of exciting matchups. Yep. Round one is pretty much complete. And we're in the second round right now. And man, it's been crazy so far. Um even out of the first round, it 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 was <laughs> it it had my eyes glued into every matchup. Okay. And most of the time I look at a series and I'm just like, eh, like I'll watch it but not like for real. Nah, mm-hmm. everyone that I saw, I was like, oh, 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 like, let me, like, you know what I'm saying? Let me tune in for real. Let me tune in for real. Let me put my seat up. <laughs> um, uh, so what was what was your favorite uh, series? And, like, you know, where we're at now, how do you feel like this NBA playoffs is going in your eyes? Yeah, uh, I mean, call me a homer, but. I I love the Lakers series. I did Lakers and, and Grizzlies. Uh, granted, mm. I know the overall score wasn't close, but the all the drama in between was necessary. <laughs> it was very necessary. Um, we we're here for the drama. <laughs> yeah, almost definitely, most definitely, we needed that. You know, a couple of years ago, it was the Grizzlies and the the Warriors. You know what I mean? They yeah. had the back and forth drama, and that was entertaining. Um, but now, you know, the Grizzlies obviously didn't get matched up with the Warriors, but they still brought that same mentality. And there's nothing that I love more than seeing a team overconfident, trash talking, and then getting that ass handed to them. And there's <laughs> nothing I love more than seeing that. And so, I mean, seeing the Lakers give it to uh, give it to the Grizzlies, give it to Dylan Brooks to basically get Dylan Brooks kicked out of town. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. He said, "Drop a forty piece on me." LeBron said, "Oh, I got you. I'm gonna beat yeah. you by forty. I'm going to beat you by 40. Come on now. That's tough. That's tough. So, to me, uh, I got to go with the Lakers and Grizzlies for my most entertaining series. Oh, man. Like, the slander that Dylan Brooks is getting right now, I kind of feel bad. Like, I don't think think that was, like, his intention. (laughs) Like, I don't think his intention was to, like, get removed from the Grizzlies organization. And to keep everybody, like, informed, right, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies came out with a press conference, uh, I think it was two days ago, and said that Dylan Brooks would be considered in re-signing with the organization, and who knows who will pick him up. Under any circumstances. Under any circumstances, he will not be playing for the Memphis Grizzlies, which is kind of like, <laughs> golly. Uh, I didn't expect all that. Like, yeah. uh, he was talking way too much junk. He was talking, he was talking, man. And it was just like, bro, he was talking. I don't, that's not, that doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me if he played good and they just lost. He yeah. was trash. 
<laughs> talking. Literally, and was talking at the same time and long. Trash like, can. bro, you can't, you can't do that, bro. I'm sorry, you yeah. can't do that. Um, but I mean, the most interesting series for me, bro, was the Warriors and Kings, and mm-hmm. that series was the best series I've seen in playoff basketball first round in a very long time. Can't argue with like that. this series right now is really good with Lakers and Warriors, and I know it's a very mm-hmm. anticipated um series and all that stuff. I get it, but that King series, they were this close from beating the, the Warriors, bro. That's facts. Like That's facts. they were matched up. They were matched up hand to hand. Shout out to the Kings for giving them a run for their money, man, because the Kings deserve their flowers. The Kings here they're back. And I'm glad to see it. I'm so glad to see it. Um, that series was just so good. Um, and Jimmy Buckets, is he like <laughs> I like I don't like I, I okay, like I know he's good, right? player, mm-hmm. but he's turned into something completely different. Like he, does, he does not play like this in the regular season, which is kind of like where did this come from? But Jimmy Butler has definitely been the MVP of the playoffs thus far. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And doubt. like every single time you count him out, it's just like he always comes back the second half and drops like 25. Like, that's what he did last game before he got injured uh, to beat the Knicks in 2-0. But Jimmy Butler literally was like, nah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm bat. good on that. And literally got them to the first um, the first team win for the second round. But yeah. um, in this game, in this series right here, or conference finals, who do you like in these series, though? Like, what do you think is who's going to come out? Oh, man. Well, I'm going to be real with you. I I thought Golden State was going to run through the Lakers. I really did. Granted, okay. I know everybody thought it was going to be a close, long series and everything. I'm always a contrarian. I thought, you know, Lakers might get dusted like 4-1. Um, just because mm-hmm. I didn't think I don't think they had enough offensive firepower to keep up with the uh, with the Warriors, but lo and behold, mm-hmm. I mean, last night's game scary. That was scary yeah. because the war the Warriors played good. The Warriors <laughs> played did. pretty good. They were hitting shots, especially early on, um, and I mean, they still got beat. Still got yeah. beat. So this is I don't. It was see... close, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I don't see where four wins are going to come from as long as AD is playing like that. I, I don't see it. Well, I'm going to tell you this. One thing I do think is that the fatigue kind of settled in with um, mm-hmm. Golden State. They did have a game seven. Lakers did have rest. I expected them to have the most energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they only had like, what, a day and a half rest, the Warriors, yep. um, before playing game one, and the Lakers have been off for a while. <laughs> so so that doesn't surprise me at all, right? Um, and I think, like, as the game went on, yeah, they started off hot, and it was good, but, like, as the game go on, 
you see they're missing like silly shots. They started letting them come back. Uh, like the fatigue started to like slowly, you know, fall in there. And mm-hmm. it was just like they couldn't hit the shots that they normally make. Yeah. And um, I I just think that they will be rejuvenated next game. Uh, however, the Lakers have something special going on. I'm not gonna lie. They they do have a close knit team. They they have a chemistry that's unmatched. Everyone's playing good. You got mm-hmm. Austin Reeves um doing his part. You got um you got uh a bunch of different players really kind of doing what they need to do to kind of make yeah. sure that you know they staying on top of everything. Uh Vanderbilt, I really like him. Like he is he was one of the better pickups that I liked than anything. Like oh, Vanderbilt sure. is actually a really good defender and sure. rebounder. And that's all you really need. You know what I'm saying? And A D is being A D. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? You can never count street clothes out now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's you can never that's facts. <laughs> facts. He may he may pull the street clothes out at any time. Anytime. Any he he might we might get all the way to the finals and he might decide, you know what? I got this fit I'm trying to get off real quick. Let me you know what I'm saying? Let, let me pull a muscle or something real quick. You never you never God. know. I gotta get it off. I just bought this Louie. You never got... know. <laughs> hey man, he's good for that boy. Let me get these Dior's off real quick. Right. Uh... <laughs> these new earrings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, hey bro, but um, but this definitely this this Sixers and Celtics series. Oh man, James Harden. So let's talk about this for a minute. James Harden, all right. I think he's been he's not been as a player, but he's been criticized a lot recently about his play mm-hmm. and all. Uh, he fell off and blah 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 blah. blah. He drops 45, and now he's the GOAT, right? Um, Like, literally. And it, and everyone's starting to forget, like, bro, you're, you're talking and interviewing to a four-time scoring leader, an MVP of this league, and a person that averaged 37. You don't think he could do that? That's because he like three years mm. and but chooses to play a different style okay like I'm gonna choose to be the all-time not the all-time I'm gonna choose to lead this the league in score the, uh, and assist I'm mm. going to choose to lead the league in scoring to lead the league in assist he made that choice and for the past two years he's led the league in assist mm. so I, I don't get I don't get the bad mouthing of James Harden. Can you explain to me on why he's getting bad mouth? I, I don't understand it. Uh, people think he's old. People think he's washed. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, for for you know I don't even know how many years now. People still think he's out of shape. Uh, but I mean, I think I think James Harden is a little bit like KD in the sense that they really don't care what people say. They really don't like they're gonna do them until the end of time they could care less about what Stephen a says what uh you know what i'm saying what uh me and you say it, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. like he's gonna be he's gonna be him so if he says you know what i want to be 
the assist leader this year. I want to be a pure point guard, then that's what he's going to do. You know, if he says, hey, I want to step out here tonight and show people who the beard really is, that's what he's going to do. He does not care what people say. Uh, so whether that's good or bad, I don't know, but that's just personality. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. last night he had his mind made up. He had his mind made up. He <laughs> said, oh, let, let me let me remind y'all real quick. Because y'all, y'all <laughs> must, you know what I'm saying? Y'all must have forgot. And that's exactly what he did. Now, to be honest, I think they need more of that. And this this is not me stating the obvious. I don't think people – I think people – think that the, the ball should go through Joel Embiid, which it should. For but sure. when, and when Embiid got Harden, I think he thought that he was getting Houston Harden. Mm-hmm. I think he thought that he was going to have a partner that was going to drop 35 a night alongside him. And that's mm-hmm. not what Harden has done. Now, I don't know if Harden thinks they don't need that or what, but just purely from like watching Embiid's joy on the bench last night, mm-hmm. it looked to me like he enjoyed that. Like, that's what I've been waiting for. That's what I've been wanting to see. Right. So I would like to see that too moving forward. I want Harden to realize he is one A and one, they're one A and one B. I right. think Harden right. took it upon himself to take a back seat, but like no, like ball out. Like you and Joel can both ball out at the same time. It don't have to be turn taking. Exactly, and I think yeah. that he came into this mentality like, well, this is Joel. This is Joel and B's team. Like he, even in the interview, he was like, you know, we lost thirty points a game, so I decided mm-hmm. I wanted to score, mm-hmm. and I wasn't passing. And like I don't know if you heard the interview, but yeah, I was no, like, I did. I did. What? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, bro, you can do both. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we'll, I'll we'll take thirty think... points a game any night, whether he's <laughs> playing or not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't think I'm pretty yeah. sure Joel just wants to like chill some nights too. Yeah, you know I don't think he he'll feeds mind. him constantly, bro. And that that, yeah. that 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 doesn't mind bother him. You know, yeah. he's getting what he wants, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying. Um, if we can get 45 and then 40 from Joel, mm-hmm. boy, y'all unbeatable. Y'all winning the championship. Oh, in trouble. You're in trouble for sure. You're in big trouble. Big trouble. Yeah. So, like, um, I do think that Harden does need to, you know, try to take some ownership on being that that one that be guy and be like, look, bro, like. You literally beat the Boston Celtics by yourself mm-hmm. with a full, healthy squad. Absolutely. Like, take that in perspective. Absolutely. You beat a fully healthy, not missing a soul, prepared for the game plan Boston Celtics in their whole floor by yourself. And that dagger he hit at the end, that three he hit at the end. That was crazy. Over Horford. I just knew watching it, especially from the angle that they showed it, I just knew that was a block. Oh. I just knew it was. Oh, I thought it was going to be something. <laughs> I didn't think he made it. And then yeah, it was yeah. cash. It wasn't even like a rim thing. It was <laughs> It was like, it didn't hit rim. No. <laughs> it literally just went straight in. I was like, wow. Yeah, literally, literally. He must have thought he was still in Brooklyn because that was all net. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. That was a great one. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a great. Good job on that thank one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, man, that I I really like what Harden did, man. James, bro, come on, come on. Let's let's keep balling out, man. You can still average ten assists, but you can also do thirty-two. You know what I'm saying, exactly. like. They're gonna need it, and Joel's knees needs it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can't keep falling his big ass on the floor twenty times. 
to be honest, keep on on the real, I seriously think that if Harden played more like that, Joel wouldn't be hurt as often. I really do. That would take a lot of pressure off him. We got a it great would. with that. It yeah. would. And Joel would still ball out because he's 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 so big that you know he's still gonna be able to get his shots up. Oh, for and, sure. Um, for I sure. think he would just help the whole organization if he just decided to, you know what I'm saying, make those make those necessary steps. For sure. Um, but yeah, man, speaking about Joel and B, he finally, finally, after being running up for the past two seasons, someone be runner up for the past two seasons, that would irk my nerves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he finally got the MVP that he so rightfully deserved. Um, and, man, like, Joel, I feel like he's been working so hard for this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I feel like that's it's what he wanted for the longest. It is. Like, like, for the absolute longest, he's wanted the MVP. And the fact that he finally got it. And I like the format that they've been doing and, and screwed that that stupid award show mm-hmm. at the end of the year after at the end of the playoffs. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And like, bro, what was that about? We have to wait a whole month to see who got what, who got this. That was the dumbest thing ever, bro. But I agree. I, agree. Like, I, I think, bro, I, that's how, that's another reason I know Adam listened to the show. He has that's how I know because we've been, we've been talking about this for a minute. And I think once he finally like heard it from us, like it just makes sense. You know what I mean? It makes total sense. Hey, Adam, yeah. I like I like how coachable you are. I appreciate it. You know For what real. I'm saying? Because you, you take the, the, the feedback really well. So I appreciate that, Adam. Um just let's get a little sponsorship on the you know on uh first take or I'm something saying. like that, and then you I'm know saying. that's a last request. Uh but moving forward, man. I, I love what the, I love what's been going on. Congratulations, Joel Embiid. Um Defensive player of the year was Jaron Jackson. Most clutch player, Darren Fox. Um, rookie of the year, Paulo Bencaro. Mm-hmm. Um, sixth man of the year was... I believe Brogdon, right? Malcolm Brogdon? Yeah, yep. Malcolm Brogdon. He was sixth man of the year. And most improved player of the year was Laurie Marketing. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, <clears throat> was there anybody that you kind of thought didn't deserve the award that they got, or should somebody else have gotten it? Uh, no, not really. I think they were on point for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, most improved could have gone to Jalen Brunson with the, yeah. the way he really stepped up this year with the Knicks. Uh, but I mean, Lori Market and they had the people forget the Utah Jazz were in first place at one point this season. <laughs> they uh, were. I mean, it almost sounds like a joke now, but I mean, he really had that team rolling. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I think everything was fair. I think everything was fair. Joel was clearly to me the unanimous MVP. Uh, he's he's been to me the best skilled big man for the last few years now, but this year he just had to prove he could stay healthy, which he did. Right, so correct. I mean, to me, uh, I think everything was fair. Defensive player of the year, I could argue. You know what I mean? I personally don't always feel like it should just go to the top shot blocker. To me, that's not always the mark of a good defensive player. 
Correct, correct. I'd rather see, like, you know, a lockdown guard or a lockdown wing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, though, I, I think they got everything right. I got no complaints. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, you're 7'2". I hope you block a few shots. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. If you're not, then you're just trash. Like, <laughs> all right, come on. Now. I'm 7'2". I'm blocking everything. Should I'm averaging five blocks. <laughs> so, should be. That's what I'm saying. So it's like that defensive player of the year. It's kind of like, yeah. Honestly, I think um, Draymond Green should be defensive player of the year every year. Mm. Mm. Me personally, like what he does in steals, rebounds, blocks as a six-seven power forward, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy, bro. I don't think people like understand. Like they, they don't. I think they do, but like they don't. They don't. And and once again, this is why I don't always feel like the blocks leader should be up there because Correct. blocks are like, ooh, wow, ooh, look at that. Like you know, he, he threw yeah. his to the front row, but like that's for show. Exactly. Draymond does Draymond does the stuff that's not sexy, but has the bigger impact on the game. The biggest. So the you biggest. really got to be an in tune basketball aficionado to vote for Draymond because you really understand. You know what I mean? I just don't yeah. think there's a, there's not enough of those voters to where he would ever get that vote. Very true. I just feel like they just picked the most convenient. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it was, yeah. it was the most convenient totally pick. That's a great, you know what I'm saying? And it was just yep. like, okay, well, he's a block leader, had the most blocks. All right, let's pick him. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like... It's really putting thought and effort into it and like analyzing has, the impact. Yeah. yeah. Granted, should. he should have at least been top three yeah, in my opinion. I agree. I agree and, for sure. Um, at least a finalist. You know what I'm saying? And I think I like what he does. Because I'm just saying, if you're gonna give it to Marcus Smart last year, mm-hmm. which he was very deserving, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Um, but that was what we're talking about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we're talking about a defensive-minded. And I feel like they put in effort last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying when it comes down yeah. to that pick. Like, Marcus Absolutely. Martin, the defensive player of the year. Okay, cool. Y'all analyzed some stuff. This year, right. eh, you know what I'm saying? It was whatever. Right. Um, yep. But, I mean, hey, man, it, it, it's all good. Now, speaking of Draymond Green, right, um, there was in the first round some questionable suspensions that happened uh, that was just going on throughout the playoffs. Jeremiah Green had stepped on Demonis Sabonis, um, Demonis Sabonis's stomach while the, the Sabonis actually grabbed his foot for a little bit and he was suspended for a full game and Joel Embiid kicked uh, Nick Claxton pretty much in his private part, yeah, but didn't yeah. get suspended at all. And then James Harden makes the move and gets, I guess, tap somebody in the private part and he gets cup. ejected. A little cup check, yeah, a little cup check. See what you got going on. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you think about like those, like? questionable calls in the beginning like I think there was just a little rusty or they were just like blowing the whistle and just randomly or what uh 
Well, let me let me start backwards. Let me say I think that they're doing much better in the second round so far. Um, or the, the late first round, early second round. I think they've cleaned it up. Um, we're not agree. seeing as much of that ticky tack stuff going on. They're letting some stuff go. Um, but early on, the refs were just doing too much. This is playoff basketball. I think yeah. the refs needed a minute to realize that this was playoff basketball. I think they forgot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think, I think so, too. <laughs> I think now because there's no gap between regular season and postseason because you got the whole play in, and so they're just no, they're nonstop yeah, yeah, yeah. basketball. I think they just forgot. Oh, uh, you know, let me let the intensity raise a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right, let me let them push and shove a little bit. So – uh, I don't agree with many of those fouls at all. Or if anything, I may agree with some of the ejections, but not the suspensions. I think that was a little OD. Um, but at the end of the day, man, they got to let these guys play. It's the playoffs. They fought hard to get here. Uh, you know, intensity is high. You know what I mean? Uh, attitudes are high. So yeah, there's going to be some pushing and shoving. There's going to be some hard fouls. Um, it's going to be strappy. Yeah, it's going to be strappy, and it should be. That's what people want to see. Mm-hmm. But as long as it stays, you know what I mean, nonviolent and to the point where no one's risking injury, then let it go. Let it go. Call it a tech, flagrant one, tech, whatever you're going to do, let it go and keep playing. Exactly. Because yeah. um, I think at first they just kind of – and I get it, right? Everything kind of just like played in together. The plane was like literally a few days after. So they didn't really get a break. So it was mm-hmm. like, you know, everything kind of played itself to where it was like, oh, oh, this is actually the playoffs. Oh, right. I'm tripping. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like they needed some time to wake up themselves. And I, I totally agree with you. It's been a lot better thus far um, when it comes down to the ref calls and, and you know, everybody just kind of playing the way they want to play. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's keeping it exciting. And um, – all the different changes that they made. I really enjoy this this playoff series. That It's been the best playoff series so far in a long time. There's been a lot of good matchups, like every series. You know what I'm saying? Everything has been really solid, so I really enjoy it. Um, there's been a lot of controversy about Kawhi Leonard um and his issues right um he's been scrutinized a lot um and then obviously you know there was reports coming out because of the screw screw uh screw screw him being scrutinized <laughs> I can't talk right now <laughs> him being scrutinized um <laughs> uh that he had uh, a tear in his meniscus. Yep. And um, definitely that's been an issue with him so far. Before, there was nothing being said. It was just Kawhi sitting out of game three, that's it. Like, he's not playing. And it's like, what? Like, what do you mean he's not playing? There was no info given. I was so confused. (laughs) Yeah, like, why would you not say that and then expect him, expect nobody to talk junk about him? Be like, Like, why would you say that? Um, but anyways, that being said, man, how is this how is this gonna impact Kawhi Kawhi's career moving forward? I'm sure he's a free agent. I don't know if it's this year or next year, but he's gonna be a free agent soon. And how is it gonna impact his career moving forward? Our team's gonna trust him. Like I don't see him get another max deal. So, like, what, 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 what's it gonna look like in his circle moving forward? 
Uh, to be honest, I don't think it's going to change much. I, I do see him getting a max deal. I do. Um, just for the simple fact that when he is on the court, he's top five. You know what I mean? Defensively and offensively. That's that's clear. We saw that in the playoffs, you know, for the short time that we did see him. Yeah. Um, I mean, he single-handedly won those. What did they, they win two games in that series, I believe? Uh, they only won one. Was it just one? Just one? But that yeah, one yeah. that he won, I mean, it was literally all him. You know what I mean? So, it was. It was. He had 38. Yeah, yeah. So I just I feel like just for that, people will get them a max. But I think what people will see after this is is that I don't think he can be your number one option. I don't just yeah. because he's so unreliable. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I hate to put them in the same sentence, but I almost see it as like a Zion. Like mm. Zion's gonna continue to get maxes until the day he retires. But I think you know that he can't be your only piece because we can't count on him to be there when it matters most, you know what I mean? So Correct. he can be a, a piece. He can always be like a luxury piece. Um, but at the same time, like you, you can't count on him to be there for 82 games. Definitely not 82, probably not even 52. Out of yeah, the end of the year. exactly. I think moving forward, I think teams and organizations are going to sign him with caution. Yeah, um, facts. I don't, think his, I, I, I don't think that his, you know, I honestly don't think he's going to get a max deal. I think he's gonna get start getting like two year deals, like fifty k, fifty million, um, like two year fifty million, just to kind of fill him out for two years, and going moving forward, and then he can extend, 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 um, if they even want to extend that contract moving forward. So I, mm-hmm. I, that's what I would do. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. let me just give you a quick twenty five mil because I just don't know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I haven't yeah. seen you play more than 50 games in how long? And Like, it's been at least Jeez, since, since, three or four uh, years. San Antonio, honestly. Even in Toronto, he didn't play that many games. Yeah, no, not even in Toronto. They were perform- performance, uh, or they were, you know, uh, managing his minutes like crazy. Yeah, so it's just like, it's been at least three or four years, bro, maybe five, that you've not played over 50 games, bro. Yeah, so I'm going to give bad. you this little... Two year, fifty million, and better be happy with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what? Maybe sixty, maybe. If I could, if I could make his contract, I'd give him a million a game. A million a game. So a million for every game you play, I give you a million. And at the end of the year, he'll probably make about forty million. <laughs> about forty million. So it, it works out for everyone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's sad. That's sad. <laughs> that's sad, but that's respectable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. You can make up eighty-two if you want to tough it out. You can make eighty-two million. If you really want to play, you know what I'm saying? If you really well, want to, highly doubt you will. Exactly. Even if you wanted to. Yep. But we'll see. We will see. We got a pretty good matchup coming up tonight. Um, Joel Embiid is back in the lineup. MVP and. Hey, man, you think he's going to have an MVP performance? I do. I think without a doubt that he will. What I'm curious to see is what Harden will do. How will Mm. Harden come back after that big game? Will he come back? You know, we just talked about this earlier. Will he come back, like, you know, aggressive Harden? Like, let me drop 30 on your head, Harden? Or is he going to go back to that, you know, let me get my assist in? Like you said, I I think he can do both. So we'll see how that goes. But I think Embiid is is the, the constant for sure. And tonight he's going to come out and try to prove why he deserved that MVP. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going to – huh? 
He's definitely going to try to outshine Jokic regardless in this whole playoff series. Absolutely. And to be honest, that would be a really good matchup in the finals. You know, if that was to happen, Joel Embiid versus Jokic, that would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Two big men, you know what I'm saying, taking the league like that. I I can't remember it ever happening in, like, in history. Like two dominant big men playing. Oh, Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, was the last. Then. <laughs> that was the last fifty years ago. You're right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. just the year of the rat. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so exactly. Like it's definitely been a long time. So that would be interesting to see. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to the seasons ending. Um moving forward, and uh, it's been good, man. It's been good. Uh, To wrap everything up, I appreciate everyone that tunes in and listens to us constantly when we do put things out. Last month, we were very busy, but, you know, we do have something special for our anniversary episode, which is this month. Um, yeah. you know, it came up on three years, which is crazy. And, uh, man, time flies, but it, it's, it's going to be something interesting. So definitely tune in. We're on all platforms, social media from dot nosebleeds. Check us out. And hey, man, we outie. Hey.